on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. The Newman women's basketball team returns to Fugate Gymnasium tonight to host Emporia State. Both squads looking to post their first MIAA win of the season. Doubleheader coverage begins at 5.15 tonight on the Newman Jets Audio Network. So for the second week in a row, we are pre-gaming with you early here on the JetCast. This is episode number 53. We are joined, of course, by Coach Drew of women's basketball to tip off the show. Coach, welcome back to the JetCast. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Obviously, last week, uh, kind of a mixed bag, a 38-point loss early in the week to Pittsburgh State. You put that in the rear view. You go to Missouri Southern. You get down big just before halftime. You put together an 11-2 run. You score the last seven points of the half over 85 seconds. And you get within one multiple times in the fourth. Cannot quite close the deal in Joplin. What's your main takeaway from last week's road trip to southeastern Kansas and southwestern Missouri? Yeah, I just think right now we were uh, a team that needed to make sure that we were buying into our identity and, and finding our identity. And, and uh, you know, I think the preseason can kind of be that for everybody, um, you know, with the new staff, learning all the players. I think we really it took us a little bit of extra time. I think we were really able to identify that. Um, and I think the Pip- Pittsburgh State loss was a direct indication of, you know, the coaching staff tried to get away from their ident- our identity and then got back to it from Missouri Southern and were able to really battle. You're down by 17 with three to go in that first half. You cut it to eight at halftime. And I mentioned on our play-by-play at the time, I said, boy, you get this to eight, you're going to feel, even though you're still down by eight points at the half, so, you, you know, in a vacuum you say that's not a good first half. I said, boy, you get this to eight, it's going to feel really, really good. Um, what allowed you in that last three minutes to just kind of put together that 11-2 run. Yeah, I just thought it was defense and and um, a competitiveness. Like, that's we've been really, really harping on. How competitive are you willing to be? How hard are you willing to fight? Um, when there's adversity, are you willing to um, continue to battle and fight through it? And to me, that Missouri Southern game was the first moment this season in practice or in games where you've hit adversity and instead of dropping a little bit, you fought harder. And so, um, you know, uh, get a couple stops, have a couple shots go in. Chris Abeck uh, cans a three in the corner at the buzzer, um, and, and you're you're right back within striking distance. How does it feel as a coach? Because, by the way, this all came after a timeout. It was the second timeout of the half called by Coach Drew and the, and the Newman coaching staff. How does it feel when you call a big timeout like that? Um, I mean, I couldn't hear the conversation, but I could hear the conversation over there, if <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, you were not pleased with the, the last few moments leading up to that. And the girls really responded. How does that make you feel as a coach when that happens? Well, I think it's it's the starting signs of just buy-in. And we've been saying, you know, blind faith, blind faith, blind faith. Like, it may not have worked out against Pitt, but blind faith, we're going to get this figured out. We're going to get this improved. Um, and, you know, you basically, in that timeout, you're challenging, are you the type of competitors that, 
we talk about being all the time. And if you're not, it isn't going to go very well. Um, and if you are, you've still got a chance. There's a ton of time left, but you're going to have to compete right now. And, um, you know, from that moment on, they competed in the half. And then, then they believed in themselves and, and walked out of the locker room for the second half with a feeling like they could, they could compete. And then they absolutely did. Coming up on the show today, we have got Amani White to join us, and she has been a fantastic member of this women's basketball team, leading the team in steals, and she's put back-to-back season highs together offensively for the Jets. So she's coming up next segment, and then we'll be joined by a freshman wrestler from Goddard, Jace Fisher. He'll be joining us to wrap up the show. This is our last JetCast of the 2021 calendar year, but we'll be back after the New Year holiday with more JetCast. So the last one that we've got for you this calendar year and by the way it is christmas spirit night at the gym tonight once again we're getting set for women's basketball against emporia state and the emporia state men are also going to be there so wear your ugly christmas sweaters if you've got a santa hat if you want to you know come dressed in christmas lights it doesn't matter bring bring the whole family uh, but there will be prizes for the best christmas spirit i understand it's going to be a game time decision but a possible ugly christmas sweater for you at this game. I like to keep the people on their feet, Blake. You know, I, we'll, so you, you better come at 530 to see <laughs> if, if he ended up choosing the Christmas sweater. I want to get to our next guest, Amani White. And we've talked a lot about her, about her confidence building her up. You're going to hear from her in just a few minutes, so stay tuned for that. But putting things together, back-to-back season highs offensively, has had you know, 14 steals to lead your team defensively. So, so she's kind of doing it both ways. And you've mentioned before that you feel like her best basketball is coming in the future, whether it's in the next few weeks you, or maybe even next season as well. What do you think that best version of Amani White is going to do for this team and this program? Yeah, I just think it, it continues to provide depth. Um, it allows us to say somebody else may be having their best night and she plays, you know, in, in minutes alongside them or somebody might not be playing as well. She plays in place of them. Um, she's been She's been really starting to um, answer the call about, you know, constant competitiveness and um, how hard you play. Um, and that's been a challenge that we've kind of set out for her from day one is we're going to expect your best every second. Um, you know, I think one of the things that um, she's really kind of bought into is just that that you can't have these moments of up and down and, and not every second is going to be your best, obviously, but um, you're, you're, you're giving max effort all the time and, and doing things the right way. So I want to get into a little bit about coach drew. So let's open up the coach drew file. How does an all conference punter at friends become a head women's basketball coach, take a team to the NAI tournament, obviously now here in Newman. How did that transition go from, from all-conference punter to, to basketball coach? Yeah, it's uh, probably the, the short end of the story is I, I thought I was going to go to friends and, and play both and play football and basketball, and I realized uh, pretty quickly that uh, you have to be athletic and guard somebody on the defensive end. <laughs> so um, that, that didn't go well. I, I give a lot of credit. Uh, my high school coach, the last couple of years of my high school career is Brett Flory. Uh, he's the head boys coach at Derby High School right now. So when I got to college and realized, hey, listen, basketball wasn't going to be the, the playing route that I was going to be able to take, I always uh, tell people I was, I was more talented at football, um, kicking the football. I punted and kicked and all that. Um, but I, I loved basketball more. And um, kind of just jokingly, half-jokingly, um, uh, Coach Flory had a 
JV spot, head coaching spot open at Valley Center. Um, I was 18 years old. I was a sophomore. And um, I said, well, hire me, right? Football season will be over. I, I want a coach. <laughs> like, hire me. And, uh, you know, ha-ha, right? Well, in the end, he did. Um, and in the end, um, gave me an opportunity at 18 years old to be the head JV boys coach at, at Valley Center. Um, spent two years there with him. And then when he transitioned to Derby, um, spent a year at Derby with him. Um, while I was doing my student teaching, um, you know, that path changed what I wanted to study. I, I originally went into business administration, got got my teaching degree instead, um, and then kind of knew at that point I really wanted to be a basketball coach and tried to learn as much as I possibly could and be around. And, and you know, I, I tell people I'm, I'm 30 whatever years old, 32 years old, and, um, you know, I've been coaching basketball at some level or some form since I was 18. And so there's not a lot of 32 year olds that have, you know, 14 years of, of coaching experience. So, um, and then obviously when we, when Nicole and I met in Clay center, there was a, at that point in time, a little bit of a vacuum, um, for female basketball players. They were traveling from, you know, Manhattan, Clay center, that kind of, um, North central Kansas area to Wichita or Kansas city to play. Well, those were two and a half hour drives with practices, weeknights. It didn't really work out. And so, um, we were able to kind of have some creative team in that area. Um, get, got into girls basketball then and, um, kind of, kind of progress from there. Yeah. What do you think is, has been the biggest influence on your, on your coaching style? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I've coached now for four, a few different people. Um, you know, I, I feel like I've tried to take away something from everybody that I've coached under. Um, you know, I think one of the things that um, was always so shocking to me about Coach Floor, even as a high school player, was just the amount of time that he put in. I can remember him being – we did we did team dinners and, and um, activities after home games, and I can remember – you know, he would show up, but then he would go back to the, the school and, and start to watch film. And in those days, Huddle wasn't breaking down the clips for no. you, right? And so, um, you know, I can remember driving home from that at midnight or whatever, and, and his car is in the, in the parking lot at the school. And so, um, you know, one of the things that I've tried to take away from that is just the amount of hard work and, and the amount of just caring for people that, that, that he, he kind of showed. And, um, you know, Nicole and I are in a, kind of an interesting world where we – Neither one of us were assistant college coaches for somebody else. So we try to ask people that we believe in and, and watch do good stuff, their opinions and things like that. But we're we're kind of navigating this our own way a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, certainly coming in together, bringing in your own staff together and, and, and working together, definitely unlike a lot of other programs as well. And, and another thing I wanted to ask about, not necessarily the coaching style, but, you know, you're a predominant man-to-man, freedom of offense, motion offense coach. What influenced your coaching philosophies? Mm. What made you want to be – what made you think, you know, man-to-man's where you want to be instead of, I don't know, being – you know, running a, a Jim Beheim zone defense? Yeah. Um, some of it's probably just experiences that you've been in. And also when you're doing it – when Nicole and I are doing it together, it's also the experiences that she's had. They played mostly man-to-man. Um, you know, I played mostly man-to-man as a player. It's probably the base that we knew the most. Um, you know, we take a lot of – um, you know, when, when Nicole was at Clay Center, um, you know, helping with the high school team there as an assistant, um, they did some some kind of unique 
uh, force baseline, you know, very, very unique to them rotations. And so we've taken a couple of things that we really liked that they were getting um, from, from some of those experiences. Um, and, and then in the end, right, you make it your own and you try to tailor it to the team that you have. And um, I think allowing great players to play has been something that we have, have really tried to, tried to focus on. One uh, extra player that you had to navigate through on the bus, of course, was Dax, your son. Yeah, yep. uh, got to come on the road trip for the first time. Uh, I know you mentioned it, it was not without its challenges at times, but I know that you really enjoyed having him along on, on the trip. And uh, look like he mostly had a lot, a ton of fun uh, hanging out with Riley and, and uh, watching some basketball, watching a couple of movies uh, before coming on the trip and then going back, watched another movie. So uh, what was that experience like to, to have your son on the trip for you? For the first time yeah i think those are some experiences that um when you're that age you know mean mean so much to you and um you know there's going to be a two years from now you're going to be in school and you you can't miss and you you need to be be at 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 the school and so um trying to be able to bring him and and you know riley malloy was awesome and, and did such a good job just kind of when we were at practice or shoot around watching him and then uh you know we have a really 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 um, wholesome, good-hearted team, and so um, you know they went out of their way on the bus ride, um, especially back. Um, you know, just letting him sit back there and watch the movie with them. And and if I know anything about his personality, he talks all the time. So yes, they listen to him talk and and talked with him. And um, so it was it was a really special moment for me. One of the things that I'll take away is we were we were riding on the bus up there and uh, he looked out the window, he was eating his lunch and and looked out the window and goes, ah, I, I feel like a big kid. And uh, <laughs> I thought that was pretty, pretty special. And, um, you know, again, we're going to right now, he's the only the only kid in our life and in less than a month that's it's, not the case no anymore. i was gonna yeah. that next question on my sheet yeah. you got a member coming so you've got a you know your bethel baby and you'll have a newman newborn here yep. coming up and you guys will be able to field uh, i guess a, an olympic three three on three basketball <laughs> team here in a couple of months uh, how's coach nicole doing and and how's that process been going as you get said to add another member to the clan yeah it's been been good and nicole's feeling good and, and all that's great it's been a blessing to be able to get to wichita and, and we moved a couple weeks ago and so um just trying to kind of prepare and and do our best to be you know preparing for that while making sure we're preparing for games and and uh, i would be lying if i said the crib was set up yet but uh <laughs> it is on the list so um just trying to kind of navigate all that and and uh you know make sure that we're ready to go and that we as a staff are ready to go when that comes and um just kind of you know we'll you know Take it as it as it goes. Yeah, That's kind of the way we've we've operated as a program anyway. Well, I've t I've talked to Coach Nicole a little bit about it. She says you guys kind of have a game plan, not going to be making that last road trip, or at least she won't be. Uh, of course, uh, she can always, you know, watch the games on the MIAA network or listen on the New Jets Audio yeah, Network. Right. Is yeah. always an option. But uh, I know that you guys have a plan in place for her, and uh, I know you'll be driving up separately, at least for the Fort Hayes State game, so that if, if there is a need arises <laughs> yeah. for the coach to return quickly after a game, that that can happen. Um, so, uh, Plan with uh, Coach Nicole. You, how satisfied are you with the, those game plans that you've got in place? Uh, got to have the on on the court game plan, but but right now got to have an off the court game yep, plan too. Yep, yep. We're we're ready to go, and and 
uh, credit to Nicole, you know, credit to everybody, I guess, in our lives right now as we've kind of been able to kind of navigate what the plan's going to be and and try to figure it out. And, and, you know, Nicole wants to be at every game and every road trip she can, but that's that's not probably realistic here for a little while and, um, you know, get a couple more under our belt at home. And then and then we'll see, you know, see how she's feeling and see how the baby's doing. And, and you hope hope happy and healthy for everybody. And, and uh, then we'll get her back sometime at the, at the beginning of the next year. Well, God bless you guys, and hopefully it does all go well for all parties involved. Uh, we'll leave you with this. Emporia State, uh, very talented team, has really struggled defensively for whatever reason, but... But, boy, can they ever score the basketball. And, boy, is Treasure Job ever going to be a problem? Uh, what's the number one thing that you're looking at ahead of tonight's matchup against the Lady Hornets? Yeah, I just think it's, it's again, competitiveness and focusing on what we do and can we can we guard guard ball screens correctly. And if we can guard ball screens well um, all night, then you at least put yourself in a position to um, try to try to limit them. I mean, yeah, the, their defensive stats aren't the best in the country right now, but they also have played Drury and Carney and Hayes and, and some really Not really exactly good a cupcake yeah. schedule as Dick Vitale Yeah, yeah. so uh, I think uh, we, we're just, you know, again, it's going to be about us all year. And uh, can we continue to improve and can we be competitive and, and be ready to fight? And, and uh, you know, Christmas sweater or not, we got to be ready to roll and yeah. go from there. It's Christmas spirit night, so – Come out with your Christmas gear on. It is going to be the Jets and the Hornets. 5.30 tonight, tip-off, 5.15 for pregame. Men to follow, of course, Newman Jets Audio Network or the MIAA Network.com slash Newman if you can't make it out to the Fugate Gymnasium. But if you can make it to the gate, we'd love to see you here tonight for the action. Second-to-last home game of the calendar year for Newman men's and women's basketball tonight. Coach, good luck. We'll talk to you after the game. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to Amani White after you watch this. Let's face it. It's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge brand new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook. Hey boss, the backhoe was stolen from the valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. Welcome back to the JetCast. Again, an early edition as the Jets are in action tonight playing Emporia State. It is Christmas spirit night, so if you've got your ugly sweaters, uh, I don't know, maybe some stockings, some uh, Santa costumes you want to wear, uh, come on out. There will be prizes given away at the end of the night for those with the best Christmas spirit at the game tonight as the Jets are hosting Emporia State. Both of these teams looking for their first win in the MIAA. If the Jets can pick it up tonight, one big reason why might be this junior from St. Louis, Missouri to my right here. Amani White averaging 16, uh, six points per game and leading the team with 14 steals coming in to tonight's action. A junior from St. Louis, Missouri, Amani White, with I believe her first ever appearance on the JetCast. Thank you so much for being here, Amani. Uh, thank you. Back to back season highs for you offensively. You scored eight against Pittsburgh State. You came back with your first double digit scoring day of the year at Southern. What do you feel like is clicking for you offensively right now? now 
Um, I think I'm just getting to know my teammates better. Um, we're beginning to work better on the floor with each other. And, you know, um, all of the practices, all of the hard work, all of the sweat and tears are <laughs> uh, flowing it, together. It, it seems like I've, I've asked a lot of people on your team. I'll ask, I asked Elise. That was something that Faith said. Um, and they've always said, oh, well, the reason that I played so well is because of my teammates. How, how would you rate the camaraderie and the chemistry on this team? It, does, it really seems like you guys all really are pulling for each other and want each other to do well and want to be a part of your teammates' success in, in a big way. Well, um, like Drew said, uh, the only way that we can get better is by using each other, pushing each other in practice, and really not um, letting up on each other. Um, that's really the only way, making sure we pick each other up when we're down. So it's not really an individual thing. It's like a reflection of what my team helped. You're not shooting a ton of threes this year, but you're at your best percentage. You're two of six on the year. How much have you been working on adding the three-point uh, shot to your repertoire offensively? Um, well, I am a dominant driver, so sometimes uh, defenders sag on me. So um, I've just been getting in the gym, shooting, just wearing the gun out with uh, my teammates. And I, Coach Drew has said many times that they, they want to build up your confidence, and, and certainly you've been playing confidently these, these last two games. How do you feel like your own self-confidence has kind of evolved as you've matured as a basketball player? Um, well, uh I mean, I get that it's, you know, it's a hard thing to, to figure out when you're coming in, especially at the time that you came in. As, and you know, There were a lot of established players on this team, but, you know, at this point, you're becoming one of the established players on this team. How does that make you feel? Um, I'm kind of, well, being a junior, we need, like, uh, established players or, like, uh, people that, I don't know, can step up whenever we need. Um, but, I mean... I've been working over the years. My team has been helping me um, develop myself because I've came a long way since the freshman year. You have. And, uh, and, and how much of that adjustment has had to come this year with learning a brand new system, both offensively and, and defensively? How much have you had to grow from that? Um, definitely different from when we played or how I played the last year. Um, we played more man this year than probably the past two years combined. So it was just working and working and working and just repping that so we can just do it with our eyes closed. Pittsburgh State, you guys did not play well in that game. Against Missouri Southern, obviously, you came in and didn't have, didn't have a bad start to that game, but the first 15 minutes or so, they were clearly the better team. You put a move on Lacey Stokes and broke her ankles. I thought really was the big catalyst for the momentum that you guys had. First of all, what did you see on that play? Um, well, again, I think people know that I'm a dominant, right? So she was taking that away. Um, she was also jumping the gap, so I was just, I don't know, just going. I wasn't thinking. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they say sometimes your best play comes when you're not trying to overthink it. Um, how good did it feel to come back from a 38-point loss and come back from 17 down with three minutes to play in the half and make it a one-point game several times and be right there at the end there in the Missouri Southern game? It honestly felt really good. Um, even though we didn't come up with the win, it was still like a uh, like you can tell our progress with the team 
our chemistry coming more together and us uh, just using whatever we learned from practice and implementing it into the game. So uh, one, one thing that I have to ask, there were at the Leggett and Platt Athletic Center, uh, it, it's also used as an indoor track for uh, Missouri Southern, and they have some, uh, they have some hurdles set up there for the, for the track and field team to use for practice. And there were some girls, they were, you know, talking about the hurdles and doing some of the, the hurdle drills there during, uh, during pregame. Uh, and somebody asked you if you would ever run track, and you said no. I was shocked because you're so fast. Why did how did a high school coach at whatever high school you went to in St. Louis? How did they not get you out for track? Well, they tried to, but uh, why not? not? Uh, I realize basketball is way more fun than track, but you're so fast. I have to imagine you would have won several medals. Although running is, or basketball is like a running sport, uh, I kind of view it now, after so many years, as like a, uh, a mm, like a consequence. <laughs> that's so, a great answer. Uh, I mean, that's kind of how I felt when I played basketball. But, you know, you, we don't think about that. Obviously, when a big guy like me is out there, yeah, obviously, I don't like to run, play half court all day. But, you know, you're so good at running and you're so quick and zippy from point A to point B, I'm, I'm surprised have you always disliked running has that always been a thing um no no but Mm -mm. but but it is now yes okay well fair enough uh this another thing that we need to talk about is you know these are we talk about primarily on the jetcast the games wins losses how you're doing you know your development on on the court as a player Mm -hmm. but uh you are student athletes and the student is the first part of that word i know that's a huge cliche but this is finals week so how are the tests going how's the studying going here as you can try to navigate and and take care of your academic responsibilities this week um i have two finals on the same day about an hour apart and um I'm wrecking my brain trying to stay up and study and just make sure, sure. I know everything. What, what's your what's your major? Um, biology. Biology. Okay. Well, I hear there's some money in that field. So, yeah, probably not the easiest classes for, for you to be studying for. So, best of luck on the tests. Final question. Obviously, you don't want to just pass the test. You want to pass the test on the court as well. Uh, what are the things that you're looking forward to in this Emporia State game coming in with the top offense in the league and the last-ranked defense in the league? So, uh, another opportunity to get that first MIAA win this week. Um, well, I know we have to stop uh, their, one of their main um, – Offenders, or, yeah, maybe Treasure Joe. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's going to be a key. We just need to communicate more on the floor and just get out. And no, we really need to um, punch first. That's what um, we sometimes struggle with in our energy beginning of the game. But once we get that together, it's probably over. So the the message was received because Coach Drew behind the camera nodded his head up and down. So yes, punch first. We'll see if the Jets can get that done again tonight against Deporia State as you are watching this. Come on out for the game. 5.30 for the doubleheader. You can watch the game on the MIAA Network, themiaanetwork.com slash Newman. Of course, listen on the Newman Jets Audio Network on your mobile device with the Newman app or at newmanjets.com slash listen. Pre-game coverage at 5.15. Women tip off at 5.30. Men to follow all tonight here at Fugate Gymnasium, Newman Jets Audio Network, or the MIAA Network if you can't make it out here to Fugate Gymnasium tonight. Amani White, thank you so much for the time. Thank you. We'll be back with more of our JetCast in a moment. We'll be talking wrestling when we return. Where can you land the best Jet swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics and NewJetsGear.com. The store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere. 
latest clothing styles and hats to Newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more. And your jetsgear.com is your place to purchase sports specific, alumni, parents, and hard to find Newman merchandise. Shop right now on your computer or phone and you jetsgear.com or click the shop now button at newmanjets.com. Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics. Wrapping up the calendar year on the JetCast, going back to wrestling with Jace Fisher, a freshman out of Goddard, Kansas. He took second in his weight class at the Nebraska Kearney Open. NU 0-1 on the season. They are looking to pick up their first dual win on the season with an MIAA matchup coming up on Sunday, 9 a.m. at Fort Hayes State. Jace Fisher joining me on the program. Jace, thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, Reese Wright-Conklin Jet Open on Sunday. You did not participate, but how do you feel like the event went for your Jet teammates this past weekend? It went great. I I saw some really good things. Obviously got a, a lot of victories. What do you think impressed you the most? Oh, gosh. Um, I'd say DeAndre uh, Brown. He put on a pretty good uh, show this weekend, um, making the finals. Um, uh, And then Garrett Lang. I saw some good things out of him, too. Awesome. uh, What do you feel like, for you personally, the adjustment's been like going from wrestling on the ABCTL to now wrestling in the MIAA? And how do you feel like that transition is going for you? It's actually really great. It's been a great transition from high school to college. What do you think has been the biggest adjustment that you've had to make? Is it mm. preparation? Is it is it you know on game day? Um, not too much, really. Um, there hasn't been too much of a difference, really. Uh, uh, first competition, I wasn't too nervous. Um, it was it went great. Okay, so it's been, you think, an easy transition for you? Yeah, it's been pretty easy. What what made the decision for you to want to stay home, represent the Navy in red? Obviously, you know, for some kids, they want to, you know, go and get, you know, got to get away from home. Obviously, you didn't choose to do that. Uh, obviously, uh, some family around as uh, Coach Fisher is uh, a cousin to you. So uh, that had to make the choice a little bit easier, didn't it? Yeah, that's probably the biggest reason. Uh, relationships with the coaches, Coach Smith and Fisher. Uh, I've had a great relationship with them over the years, and uh, that made the transition pretty easy. What is it like to be coached by Coach Fisher? It's awesome. I love it. The So one interesting thing is Coach Fisher's been here for like four or five years, and he's never been on the JetCast. And you've been here four months, and you're already doing the first JetCast. <laughs> so um, I, I think that now we've got to have Coach Fisher come on the show like, oh, yeah. next year, right? Yep, we have to. Yeah, I, I don't think that there's <laughs> any choice. Uh, also, if, if you don't mind me saying, uh, it, it seems like you are the uh, more handsome Fisher of the two. Would you agree with that? Oh, assessment? I definitely agree. 100%. <laughs> how, how, did you, how, much did you, how much time did you spend with Coach Fisher you know, growing up when you were in you know, elementary and and middle school, high school. Oh my gosh, a lot of time. I've been in that Newman room a lot growing up. Yeah. Uh, did, yeah. Were you always? Did you? Did you always want to be a wrestler? Was that? Was that something? You know, coming up, being in the coaching room, seeing how things worked out. When did your interest in wrestling start? Oh my gosh, I've been wrestling since I was four. Wow. Um, my dad put me in the sport early, along with my other two brothers, Jordan and Troy. Uh, Troy's wrestling up at Northwestern University right now. But uh, wrestling's been a big part of my life since a very young age. So that's so. really interesting that he's wrestling for NU 
and your wrestling for NU, obviously yep. a much different level. <laughs> how how much are you guys able to follow each other's career? Uh, very closely. Yeah. yeah. So you're watching. And if you guys don't know, you know, wrestling in the Big Ten is a really big deal. I'm not 100% sure how good – do you know how good Northwestern is? I, I will admit that my knowledge of Big Ten wrestling – I know Iowa's got a pretty solid program. Um, Iowa State obviously had, had a, a great program, especially while Sanderson was there. Um, I don't know if they've fallen off. I don't follow up there in wrestling maybe as much as I should or would like to, but how, how good is Northwestern? Do you know? Northwestern, they have some pretty big, pretty good studs on the team. Uh, they're probably middle of the road Big Ten. They're, they're I mean, pretty, Big Ten's one of the solid. Big Ten's a, in terms of the Power Five conferences. I know we don't talk about Power Five conference wrestling. They're they're Big Ten's a pretty big league though. Yeah. So yeah. you know, being top echelon in the Big Ten is is not no slouch at all. What do you feel like this season coming in as a freshman? is your strength on the mat in terms of execution, game plan? What's the one thing when you're on the mat in a match that you know that you can rely on to help you score points or win matches? Uh, probably my mentality. Uh, offensively, uh, I've been pretty confident um, scoring points. I'm sc- scoring a lot more points this season. Uh, what what is sorry. the mentality that you feel like you have that allows you to, to be so free offensively? Um. Just being confident. I don't know. Just I'm, I've been I've been feeling very confident. What do you feel like is something that you need to work on to advance your career to the point that you want it to be? Uh, specifically, probably my footwork. Uh, I've been working uh, specifically on my footwork. It's kind of slow. Uh, that's something I need to improve on for sure. Is that in, in an offensive way, in a defensive way, or you know, I, I know a lot of times in wrestling, there's you know scramble opportunities mm-hmm. where you know in, in basketball, I would call it a fifty-fifty ball. You don't know who's going to get the dominant position, but you know there's a fifty-fifty spot where either one guy is going to get it, or maybe you break. But uh, which of those situations do you feel like your footwork needs to improve in the most? I'd say both, offensive and defensive. Really, it ties into both things. As we talked about with Amani, this is finals week, and the academic experience, obviously, at Newman is state-renowned, and, and that's something that you guys have to focus on as well. How do you feel like the, the tests have been going so far this week? Pretty great, yeah. Yeah? I've already gotten two done. Okay, so two <laughs> tests already in the books. What are you studying? Uh, I'm studying organizational leadership. And obviously, you know, you're just a freshman, but, you know, so there's plenty of time. might be something totally different next year, but uh, what, what do you – what do you envision yourself uh, doing with that with that degree? Uh, probably doing something in business management and business. That's that's what I'm looking at right now. Well, I, I mean, I hear that there is money to be made in business, so yeah. we'll see. That hopefully, that will work out. Uh, final thing for you: Fort Hayes State on Sunday. It's a duel against the Tigers. I know that sometimes, and some guys really want to know everything that there is to know about their opponent. I want to know, you know, what they had for dinner last night, everything about them. And some guys want to just focus on their own game plan, focus on, on themselves. Do you know your opponent for Fort Hayes State? And if you do, what do you think is going to be the key to beat him? Uh, I'm not too sure who I'm wrestling. I don't really look too much at names or rankings. But so I, in that case, since you're focused on yourself, what's one thing that you want to execute well to get the win on Sunday? Uh, execute my top work more. Uh, that's, that's probably my main focus. Jace Fisher, he is the first Fisher to come, but I am going. I would do everything in my power to make sure that he is not the last Fisher on the <laughs> wrestling team to be on this program. So, Coach Blake, 
we're coming for you. And, uh, you know, you can just pencil in, I think, February 9th for that show. Just pencil it in because we're going to have you on. So Jace Fisher, freshman from Goddard on the wrestling team. Once again, they are in action at Fort Hayes State, 9 a.m. on Sunday. Best of luck to you and all the Jets on the wrestling team. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is our last show for the year. Once again, first week in January, the JetCast will return. And so we will plan to see you then. Hope to see you out tonight for Newman Jets basketball at Duke Gymnasium or that you'll join these wrestlers on Sunday at Fort Hayes State. So until next year, Blake Cripps in Wichita saying, Go Jets. <laughs>